Good evening, everyone. Do you speak English? English? No. No. Oh, Pope. So you're going to translate? Ah, okay. Okay, again. So we are speaking from Chaitanya Charitamrita. And this uh, section of Chaitanya Charitamrita is in the uh, 13th chapter. And in this chapter, Krishna, in this section of the chapter, Krishna's Kavaraj is, is giving a synopsis of the Adi Lila. And what he has done at the onset is, in a very cryptic way, he has explained the internal and external reasons for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's advent. So he begins this narrative of Chaitanya Charitamrita in Vrindavan. And Krishna's introspection. Concerning the nature of Radha's love. And then he goes on to explain that before the advent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for such esoteric pursuits, his Guru Paribar first appeared, all the elders, his Param Guru, his Guru, his father, his mother, and Advaita, Nityananda, etc. And having introduced a number of those um, elders of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, having, having introduced a number, he began to speak about the uh, about Advaita Charya. We learned that Advaita Charya was the leading bhakta in 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 the Gauda Mandala. In his house, he was always engaged in kirtan. And in the discussion of Krishna uh, Kata and explaining the Gita and the Bhagavatam from a devotional perspective. And the implication of this uh, description of Advaita and his, his uh, lifestyle is that he was very, very happy. He was leading a very blissful life. But in the midst of this ecstasy, Pero en el de este ecstasy he felt some distress. También no se sentía, um, 
completamente abuso. And this distress is characteristic of the Vaishnav. Y este sentido de 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 este tristeza es característica de los Vaishnavas. Who are said to be happy under themselves, but nonetheless sorrowful for the plight of others. Los Vaishnavas que se describen como felices en sí mismos, pero infelices pensando en la infelicidad ajena. So in the context of his bhakti rasa, which is a very high form of love and ecstasy, this is, bhakti rasa is love in transcendence in relation to the Godhead directly. At the same time, in this world, he had love to express in relation to the world. And this we call compassion. Hmm. Indeed, we, we learned that Advaita is the very personification of the desire of Narayan to bestow mukti. De hecho, aprendimos que Advaita Charya es la, la pura personificación de este deseo de Narayan de expresar eh, su compasión dando mukti. Narayan has a desire to bestow mukti, but everybody in Vaikuntha already has mukti. Narayan tiene el deseo de dar mukti, pero en Vaikuntha todo el mundo está liberado. So another world is required. Entonces, and he manifests that world in the person of Mahavishnu, who's the first avatar. And this Mahavishnu is the source of the uh, Bada Jiva. The conditioned soul. So he has much uh, compassion for us. And we have a natural bond with him. And as we grow in the culture of bhakti, as we mature, before bhakti rasa starts to manifest, Antes que se el bhakti rasa, this compassion should manifest. Esta mm. And as it does, and we express it appropriately, that will help to give rise to the manifestation of bhakti rasa. Y entre más manifestamos, entre más expresamos compasión, más nos facilita la, el desarrollo del bhakti rasa. We find, for example, Mahaprabhu's Madhya is full of this kind of compassion in the form of reaching out, sharing the teachings as a public figure, performing Namsa and Kirtan for the benefit of others. For example, in Madhya Lila de Mahaprabhu, we see how his compassion is expressed It was Thakur Bhakti Vinod who... Um, Um, 
expressed his opinion that the that the and it's supportable of course by Shastra that the essence of Dharma is to engage in Krishna Nam and acts of kindness to other living beings. So this is very much part of the life of the Vaishnav. Esto es mucho, es, eh, esto es, es parte de la vida de los Vaishnavas. We come from Mahavishnu, we should be like Mahavishnu, in a small way. So here is peculiar because Mahavishnu is appearing in human form as Advaita Acharya. Lo raro aquí es que Mahavishnu aparece con forma humana en la forma de Advaita Acharya. So he's part of a very special lila. And thus, when he expresses his compassion in the context of the lila, he calls out to Krishna, the source of all avatars. He makes his determination that Krishna must come to solve the problem of the suffering of the jivas. Would seem that any other avatar could do that. It would seem that any other avatar could relieve the distress of the jivas and give them mukti. But again, Advaita is appearing in the context of a lila that has its has esoteric beginning. Thus the idea is that while Krishna is contemplating the love of Radha, the time for the Yuga Avatar also corresponds. And Advaita has thus a role in that Leela. And his role is to call Krishna to the world for external reasons. To show compassion to the Jivas. To, to teach by example the Yuga Dharma. Mm-hmm. But because it's Krishna coming for his own internal reasons, the result of performing the Yuga Dharma is more than it would be ordinarily. More than what you would ordinarily get from the Yuga Dharma. 
Entonces lo que, que se avatar va a dar es más de lo que daría el Buda avatar dando el Buda Dharma. In other words, instead of going to Vaikuntha, you go to Goloka. En otras palabras, en vez de ir a Vaikuntha, eh, después de, de, de hacer este Yuga Dharma, uno acabaría en Goloka. Uh, uh, And within Golok, the opportunity to come as close to tasting what Mahaprabhu came to taste, the jivas can also taste. Y los seres que van a Goloka a través de este método van a, a experimentar lo más cerca de lo que Mahaprabhu mismo eh, experimentó. You cannot become Radha like, like Mahaprabhu did. No podemos convertirnos en Radha como Mahaprabhu hizo. But, for example... You could become a handmaiden of Radha. Pero por ejemplo, podríamos ser sirvientes, ¿cómo se dice? La muchachita que tenía, ¿cómo se dice? Sakis. Sí, bueno, sí, Sakis. Pero en español, bueno, sirvientes de Radha. So this is the highest ideal of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Esta es la idea más alta del Vaishnavismo Gaudiya. And that's why Shaitanya Mahaprabhu is called the Mahabadanaya Avatar. He's even more compassionate than Dvaita. Por eso que Shaitanya Mahaprabhu se le dice Mahabadanaya Avatar, porque es más compasivo que Dvaita. He's giving the highest thing to anybody and everybody. Porque le da a todo el mundo la cosa más alta, elevada, preciosa. He's in the form of a devotee, and the devotees are the embodiment of compassion and mercy. Porque uh, vino en la forma de un devoto, los devotos son eh, la encarnación de la compasión. So we find this example in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Entonces vemos este ejemplo en Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, this is a summary of where we've come to in our discussions. Esto es resumen de lo que hablamos hasta ahora. And now we come to an explanation briefly of how it was that Advaita managed to accomplish his task, his, his mission, his, his uh, ideal. Y ahora seguimos con una descripción de cómo Advaita logró que Krishna apareciera. How will he bring Krishna to the world? ¿Cómo lo va a llamar? Krishna had already just come in the Dwarpa Yuga. Krishna acababa de aparecer en Dwarpa Yuga. He comes once in the lifetime of Brahma. Y él solo aparece una vez por, por vida de Brahma. How is he going to get him to come again? ¿Cómo va a ser que vuelva otra vez? And the answer is that he takes up a very simple method. La respuesta es muy sencilla, método muy sencillo. Krishna avatarite acharya pratigna koriya Krishna puja kore tulasi ganga jaldiya And what he did was he worshipped Krishna with Tulsi and Ganga Jal. Lo que hizo es puso a adorar a Krishna con hojas de Tulsi y agua de Ganga. Such a simple thing. Así de sencillo. It's simple, but as we see, not so simple. Sencillo, pero no tanto. This is really. Uh, uh, In one sense, a reference to Bhagavad Gita. 
In the ninth chapter of Gita, Krishna talks about bhakti, ananya bhakti. He says that at the beginning of the chapter that he will teach the highest knowledge and the most secret of secrets. In the chapter he says that Satatam Kirtayantomam his devotees uh, are always chanting, always engage in kirtan, and he refers to them as Mahatmas, Mahatmanas to Mamparta Daivam Prakriti Mashrita. En otro verso se refiere a los devotos que siempre están haciendo kirtan y los llaman Mahatmas. These Mahatmas, great souls, they have the full measure of knowledge. Estos Mahatmas, estas grandes almas, tienen el conocimiento más completo. And it's expressed in the form of kirtan. And we find in the chapter they also do smaranam. Krishna explains ananyas chintayam tomam yejana paripasate tesham nitibhyuktanam yoga chema bahamim ananyas chintayam tomam with their mind they're always absorbed in thoughts of me. La mente de ellos siempre está absorta en mí. Kirtan Smarnam. They do these things. Hmm? And they also do some puja. Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam. He says, They offer me a fruit, or a flower, or a leaf, or a drop of water. With bhakti. And I accept this offering. <coughs> the simplicity that's mentioned in this verse corresponds with the first verse of chapter 9. There he, Krishna explained that the king of knowledge and the secret of secrets is Something that is easily performed, susukam kartam avayam. Donde Krishna me describe que el rey de los conocimientos es algo que es muy fácil de ejecutar. It's happily performed. Y se, y que se, se ejecuta con uh, corazón contento. Easily, also it means. Facilmente. And avayam, it has a has an enduring result. This verse from the Gita, Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam, follows a, another verse in the Gita where, the previous verse where Krishna speaks about different types of worship. If you worship the devas, you go to the devas. If you worship to the, 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 the pritas, uh, you go to the forefathers. If you worship the ghosts, then you go to the ghosts. But he says, if you worship me, then you come to me. And the difference there, he says, 
between these two types of worship is the result, because worshiping me has an eternal result. Worshiping the demigods does not have the same result. Y la diferencia entre este tipo de adoración, los otros, y adorar a mí, es que el resultado es duradero, porque los que me logran a mí es para siempre. The other objects of worship that he mentions are all parts of the fabric of material nature. Porque los otros objetos de adoración que menciona en los otros versos son parte del tejido del mundo material. So, as is the case with all manifestations of material nature, they have a duration. Como toda manifestación material tiene una duración. So the demigods themselves will die. Los dioses mismos, los dioses mismos morirán. So if you worship them, you will also. Y los que adoran a ellos también. But if you worship me, my position, he says, is different. Pero los que me adoran a mí, la posición de ellos es diferente. So he differentiates the worship of himself from the worship of other deities by way of explaining that, that, that the results from worshiping him are permanent. Entonces distingue la, dirección, la, la, la adoración entre los otros semidioses y la adoración hacia él eh, subrayando esta diferencia de resultado que uno es eterno y otro no. And then in this verse, Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam, he further differentiates between the worship of others and the worship of himself by way of saying it's very easy. You can do, offer me a flower, a fruit, a leaf, water. Everybody has these things. Y además, pon atención sobre el hecho de que la adoración hacia él mismo es muy fácil porque se puede hacer a través de una hoja, una flor. Krishna doesn't say you have to offer me a fruit and a flower and a leaf and water. Or just flowers or just leaves or just fruits. But one flower or one fruit or one leaf like this. So the emphasis here is the simplicity in terms of ingredients that are required to make an offering to Krishna. And this is in contrast to the ingredients and the necessities that must be on hand and in place in order to satisfy the gods and the ghosts and so forth. En contraste con todos los ingredientes y las cosas que, y, lo, y lo pre, lo, los requisitos para hacer adoración a los antenacidos y a los dioses. Y Those types of worship are much more complicated. Estos otros tipos de adoración son mucho más complicados. They require lots of ingredients. Y requieren muchos ingredientes. Mm. Um, if you want to worship Kali, for example, so that you can eat goats. Por ejemplo, para adorar a la diosa Kali para que podamos comer carne de cabra. Then you have to bring the goat, a certain kind of goat. Hay que escoger un cierto tipo de cabra. 
on the dark moon night, at midnight, you have to bring the goat, and then you have to whisper into the goat's ear. Now I'm going to eat you. And in the next life you can eat me. That's quite a costly offering. (laughs) (laughs) And consideration of time and place and so forth are all in, in, in uh, part of the offering. Y también hay un montón de consideraciones con eh, en términos de tiempo y lugares, y, etc. But by contrast, to worship worship a Krishna any time, any place, a fruit, a flower, water. En cambio, para adorar a Krishna, cualquier momento, cualquier lugar, que sea fruta, que sea agua, flores. Of course, he does say here that that with regard to Archan, Archan Marg. When we look at it from this perspective, then the word prayatatmanaha uh, carries the implication that the offering should be done by someone who is clean, ritually, in body and mind. La palabra prayatatmanaha implica que la ofrenda tiene que ser hecha de todos modos por una persona que es pura en la mente y en el cuerpo. But the main emphasis on the verse here is that these items should be offered with bhakti. Pero el enfoque principal de este verso es que cualquier ofrenda uh, ha de ser hecha con bhakti. And and by a bhakta. Y in the words, in other words, the word bhakti is used twice in this verse. Patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktiya prayachati tadham bhakti uparitam ashnami prayatatmana. So twice bhakti is used. And the principal commentators in our lineage on the Gita have explained that grammatically that to understand this verse in such a way that it's not redundant when he says this bhaktia means by a bhakta. Entonces, la primera instancia se refiere, quiere decir, por un bhakta. And when he says bhakti uparitam, it means in the context of the, of the, what constitutes bhakti, the, the procedures of bhakti, the process, the method of bhakti. Y en la segunda instancia se refiere al proceso del bhakti, lo que constituye la, la práctica del bhakti. Mm. So not someone just in passing hmm, that they won't, that won't uh, at the, for the spur of the moment make some offering to Krishna. It's not what's being spoken about in this verse.
one time Prabhupada was giving darshan to a professor. Una vez le dando a un one of his disciples said was a student and had brought the professor to meet Prabhupada. Uno de sus discípulos era un, un estudiante y trajo a, un de sus, a uno de sus profesores a ver a Prabhupada. So the professor asked Prabhupada, um, uh, Prabhupada, what is what is God? El profesor le preguntó a Prabhupada, ¿qué es Dios? ¿Quién es Dios? He was a religion professor. Era un profesor de religión. And Prabhupada said, you are a professor of religion and you're asking me what is God. So he turned to his student who had invited the professor. And he said, what do we call this? And his student said, he is cheater, not teacher. <laughs> Embarrassing, huh? But Prabhupada was still very charming. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went on to say that if you want to know about God, you have to inquire submissively. From someone who actually knows. From some, you have to inquire submissively uh-huh. from someone who actually knows. So the teacher, he knew Bhagavad Gita, some verses. So he said, yes, Pariprashnena, I'm making Tadviti Pranipatena Pariprashnena Sevaya. The Gita says, you should make submissive inquiries um, and uh, before someone who knows. So he quoted this verse and said, yes, I'm asking like this. So Prabhupada said, no, not like that. Pranipat means to bow down. So he said, yes, Pranipat, Pranipat. And Prabhupada said, no, not like that, like this. And he pointed, all these boys had shaved heads. They're changing their whole lives to know. <laughs> so, at the expense of the professor, he was teaching his students <laughs> something. It's uh, to be submissive, to be a devotee, is not just uh, something that we can give lip service to. 
Porque ser un devoto no es algo que se hace solo a palabras. It's an affair of, of the heart. One has to give one's heart. Es una cuestión del corazón. Hay que entregar su propio corazón. And as that is the case with puja, so it is with kirtan. Y así como así como es verdad esto en el ámbito de la adoración, también en el kirtan. It's not a tongue or an ear exercise, but a heart exercise. No es un ejercicio de la lengua, de, la, de, la, de los oídos, sino del, del corazón. Devotees chant, and sometimes they ask how they can control their minds. Los devotos cantan, los santos nombres, y a veces preguntan cómo van a poder controlar la mente. And pay attention. Y, 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 y poner la atención. And the answer is very simple. Y la respuesta es muy fácil. What do you give your heart to? You will pay attention. Cuando uno entrega su corazón en algo, lo hace con atención. If you love someone, it's not difficult to think about them. Si estamos enamorados de alguien, no nos cuesta pensar en ellos. So, the point is, we, the, 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 the chanting and all of the um, ninefold aspects are, are expressions of bhakti given by Prahlad must be prefaced with the kind of the heart being in the right place, hmm? offering oneself and then doing kirtan, offering oneself and then offering a fruit, a flower, a leaf. Entonces, todas las nueve formas de bhakti descritas por Prahlad, el tema es de entregarse a sí mismo. Uno se entrega a sí mismo enteramente y luego hace kirtan. Se entrega a sí mismo y luego puede ofrecer hasta solo una hoja. So Krishna is asking something very simple here. A fruit, a flower, a leaf, water. But if we look more carefully, he's asking something very hard to give. He wants your heart. And if he gets your heart, then he gets your body, he gets your mind, everything, your life. Y si logra nuestro corazón, Ahí sigue nuestro cuerpo, nuestra vida y todo el resto. So the bhakti is a lifestyle. Porque bhakti es un estilo de vida. Mm -hmm. And this is the only thing Krishna needs. Y esto es lo único que Krishna, que le hace falta a Krishna. We may question why Krishna is asking for anything. Y podríamos preguntarnos por qué Krishna está pidiendo algo. Sometimes we build a big temple for Krishna or... The Christians build, 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 a, build a big church for God. A veces construimos templos muy grandes para Krishna, o los cristianos construyen catedrales. And people reason, why should you build a big temple for God? God doesn't need a temple, marble, and all these things. Meanwhile, there are many hungry people. We should feed the hungry people. Y siempre hay gente que protesta diciendo, ¿para qué gastar tanto dinero y energía en catedrales y templos cuando para Dios que no ocupa nada cuando hay gente también que pasa hambre. Yes, we should feed hungry people. Sí, hay que darle de comer a los hambrientos. But we should also try to make a solution to hunger. Pero también debemos encontrar una solución al problema del hambre. Because feeding people will never stop hunger except for a few minutes. Porque darles de comer a los hambrientos solo les, uh, les para el hambre por algunos minutos. 
One time, Pujapad Sridhar Maharaj was stationed by Bhakti Siddhanta in Madras. Una vez, and his mission there with the other devotees was to establish a, a temple. So they went to the king of Madras and asked for a donation. He sent his secretary, his treasurer, and the treasurer heard their request and said, yes, okay, well, we'll, we'll put you on the list. Very nice idea. And time was going by and going by, and their name was not getting to the top of the list. So Pujapachirama thought, let us again visit and ask again. And then the treasurer said, yes, 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 you're on the list, but there are many more important things. We have to open a hospital. We have to open a school. We have to help the hungry people. This, that, and, and the temples, that's like at the bottom of the list. So Shiramash realized, I have nothing to lose now. They, they aren't really going to give a donation. Mm. Because these other causes, they think, are more important. Mm. So he thought, I might as well tell them the whole truth. I have nothing to lose. So he quoted one of the concluding verses from the Rasa Lila of Srimad Bhagavatam. That verse is Idam Chavishnum Vajavadu Vargena Valkopi. No, another one. Yeah. Uh, Sugadev Goswami is speaking. He says that that the the stories concerning the, the, the wives of Braj and their rendezvous with Vishnu. Es un verso que dice que las historias sobre los encuentros entre las esposas de la aldea de Braja y Vishnu Shadhanvitanu Shunayad Atavarnayat Ya Hearing these stories with faith through the Guru Parampara will result in bhakti entering into your heart and the disease of lust, hridrogam, will go out. El escuchar esas historias sobre los dopis y, y, y etcétera va a ser de, de manera que la 
enfermedad en el corazón que tenemos, esa la lujuria, va a salir de nuestro corazón y um, Bhakti enters. And gets rid of the, gets rid of the disease of lust. And the disease of lust means that people feel needy. Esta enfermedad de la, este morbo de la lujuria quiere decir que la gente cree que tiene necesidades. Kama means desire. Kama quiere decir deseo. This desire in relation to matter is the disease of the world. Este deseo en relación a la materia es una enfermedad para el alma. As the Buddha said, the thirst for things is the cause of suffering. Como dicen los budistas, la sed para objetos es la causa del sufrimiento. And Krishna says in the Gita that attachment is the womb from which suffering is born. Y Krishna dice en el Bhagavad que el apego es el vientre donde, de, de donde nace el sufrimiento. Shiramarsh told them, hmm? Elephants are requiring 200 pounds of food a day. Entonces Shiramarsh le dijo al tesorero, los elefantes necesitan 200 libras de, de, de forraje cada día. How will we end the problem of hunger? ¿Cómo vamos a acabar con el problema del hambre? Mm. And you have been an elephant. Y usted fue un elefante en una de sus vidas. And you have been this and that and so forth and now you're a human being. Fue cualquier cosa, vida tras vida y ahora se da el caso que es un ser humano. The jivas transmigrating through so many species. Los jivas transmigran de especie a especie. In every life they're eating. In every life they're eating. Y en cada una de estas vidas Indeed, the nature of the world is that one living being is food for another. A feast for one is a funeral for another. This is the problem. And we're building the temple to end this problem. Y queremos construir un templo para ponerle, para poner fin a este problema. To celebrate, we're building this temple to celebrate the love of the gopis for Krishna. Para celebrar el amor de las gopis para Krishna. That people might hear about this. Para que la gente pueda escuchar sobre estas historias. Then bhakti will go in the heart. Y el bhakti puede entrar en el corazón de ellos. And cure the disease. Y de la and all the symptoms like hunger and so forth will go away. Y de todos sus como el so this way he thought, I have nothing to lose. And he just came out with everything. And the treasurer was moved and put them at the top of the list. They got a donation for the temple. Yes, Krishna doesn't need a temple. But we need a temple. It's not that Krishna needs money. Krishna doesn't need money. And neither do we. But the difference is that Krishna knows he doesn't need money. 
And we think we need it. So, when we give to Krishna to build a temple, to print books, or what may be the case, this is in a small way giving our heart. Because if you want to make an offering to Krishna, he says here, Prayatatman, must be clean. So, we have different desires, hmm? different attachments. We give those to Krishna. Hmm? I could have used my money to go to the movie. Instead, I gave it for buying flowers for the Arctic. And Krishna was decorated with the flowers and my heart became decorated. Krishna doesn't need temples. We need temples. Krishna is everywhere, but we can't see him anywhere. So we'll say, he's here, in this one place. Come here. We come there and we learn the philosophy and so forth. Then eventually we can see him everywhere. In everything. And care for everyone and everything. Have compassion. So this is the method that the Dvaita took up. It's pure bhakti. This is a verse about Shuddha Bhakti. In the Gita, in the middle section of six chapters, pure bhakti is talked about and mixed bhakti is talked about to contrast the two and show directly and indirectly the virtues of Ananya Bhakti. So the way that is shown by this method hmm, that uh, we can bring Krishna into our lives. And so he worshipped Krishna with tulsi leaves and water from the Ganges. And after he did his puja, um, some of those tulsi leaves, they flowed down the river. And, and Sachi Devi was 
at the river bathing. And she saw the tulsi leaves coming, saw they must have come from an offering. So she honored the tulsi leaves by eating them. Immaculate conception of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. <laughs> of course, Jagannath Mishra is also in the in the Leela. The father of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And that's an interesting subject. He's been mentioned here as one of the elders, one of the members of the Guru Paribar of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Prior to the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, he fathered seven, eight, seven, eight daughters, I believe. Seven or eight daughters. Yeah. Can you say in Spanish? <laughs> Here come. Jagannath Mishra Patni Sachira Udare. Ashtokanya Krame Huila Janmi Janmi More. So he had eight eight daughters, but they all died at birth. So he was a little unhappy about this. And desiring a son, he worshipped Vishnu. And so this we will continue tomorrow, this story, and we tell a little something about the unique uh, position of Jagannath Mishra. This verse that we concluded with tonight says that he fathered a son who was Baladev himself. Ah. Father the son who was Baladev himself. Mm-hmm. So we're proceeding in this way with a, a synopsis of the narrative of the Adilila. Any question? Yes. yes. Has any of the Acharyas on the parallel between the eight daughters of Jagannath Mishra and the six sons of Kaila? No. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Six sons of Devaki were metaphorically described as the six enemies of the mind by Vishwanath Chakvati Thakur. La pregunta es si algunos de los acharyas nuestros acharyas hicieron un paralelo encontraron un paralelo entre los seis uh, 
Los seis hijos de Leo aquí representan los seis enemigos de la mente. But no one has commented in a, in a, in a way as to explain the, set, the daughter's passing and how to look at it metaphorically. Pero nadie comentó sobre estas ocho hijas de forma metafórica, como si fuera una metáfora de algo. It's simply mentioned here that that this caused an intense desire in Jagannath Mishra to have a son. Lo único que se dice es que eh, al tener ocho hijas uh, perdidas, le aumentó el deseo en Jagannath Mishra de tener un hijo uh, varón. I keep having daughters and they're dying, I should, maybe I should have a son. Something. Something like this. And God has got one and then two extraordinary sons. But the other questions about Jagannath Mishra and his passing is because he, he passed in the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They haven't been commented on also. Pero hay otras cosas en común con Jagannath Mishra en el día de There are questions about Jagannath Mishra and why he, why he died. Okay. Uh, and what's the explanation of that in the Leela that, that no Acharyas have commented on, but I'll give a comment on it. Hay otras preguntas sobre por qué el padre de Chaitanya Mahaprabhu falleció durante su vida, donde no hay comentarios, pero yo voy a dar un comentario. Next class. En la próxima clase. Anything else? What's the time? Algo más, guys. So, how long will you stay? One month? Two months? ¿Cuántos meses se van a quedar? Saturday, Sunday, Okay. Okay. Sri Chaitanya Sri Jai. Sri Jai. Gaur